An Equality Arizona update for Monday, March 6th. Far-right extremism in school boards. School boards take up anti-trans policies the legislature can't pass. Equality Arizona is working to make local government more accessible to the queer community. To support our work, consider becoming a paid subscriber today on equalityarizona.substack.com. Civic Advocacy With the help of our media and events volunteer team, we're building up our capacity to track policy and politics in Arizona's school boards. Between bad faith fear-mongering over inclusive curricula and parent outrage over COVID safety measures, school boards have become a major battleground where far-right extremists are able to push agendas that can't succeed at the state level, partly because they can operate with little public oversight or scrutiny. We're going to do our part to make sure their actions are made known to the general public by publishing a school board report card here in our newsletter. The School Board Report Card. Superintendents Under Fire. Over the past few months, mirroring similar pressure campaigns against election workers, superintendents in multiple school boards have come under intense scrutiny for their inclusive policy positions. In the Casa Grande High School District, when Superintendent Anna Battle was fired with no explanation at the end of January, one board member, Taylor Kirby, called out the clear racist motives for her termination in his vote to retain her. In the Scottsdale Unified School District, board members and legislators, including Senator Kavanaugh, have called for the resignation of Superintendent Scott Menzel over support for trans students. Similar to the balance of responsibility between a city council and city manager, it's superintendents who are actually responsible for the operations of a school district, with school boards serving to create policy and, critically, to hire and fire the superintendent. So because of this, pressure campaigns to force out a superintendent are essentially a way to fast-track a cultural reset in a district. Targeted harassment of LGBTQ board members. Parallel to the attacks on superintendents, queer and trans school board members are facing targeted harassment in their districts, sometimes through misrepresentations in the media. After Washington Elementary School District voted to end a voluntary contract with Arizona Christian University over a violation of the school district's non-discrimination policy, board member Tamilia Valenzuela came under attack for her part in that decision. Criticism of the move highlighted her neurodivergence, ethnicity, and queerness, while largely ignoring the participation of other board members in the unanimous vote to end the contract. Meanwhile, in Liberty Elementary School District, board member Paul Bixler has faced ongoing harassment and targeted threats simply for being a trans woman. Anti-trans policies in the works. Despite Governor Hobbs' guaranteed veto, Extremists in the state legislature continue to push anti-LGBTQ and anti-trans policies. And while SB 1040, a bill to exclude trans students from school bathrooms, doesn't have a chance to become state law, it could still be enacted by motivated school boards. Currently, Peoria Unified School District is planning to do just that, and it's likely that similar moves with other anti-LGBTQ policies could follow in Peoria and other districts. A legislative session update. Active anti-LGBTQ bills. In the category of the Parents' Bill of Rights, there's SCR 1025, a constitutional amendment, and SB 1005, 
which weaponizes lawsuits against schools. In the category of education, there's SB 1001, a ban on chosen pronouns and names, SB 1040, a trans bathroom ban, and SB 1700, a trans book ban. There's also SB 1694, which bans DEI and inclusive policies in government entities. And then in the category of drag and gender nonconformity, there's four different bans. SB 1026, a public funding ban, SB 1028, which is a criminal ban, SB 1030, which targets drag brunches, and SB 1698, which includes mandatory prison time, but has been amended to remove mentions of drag. There are also four failed anti-LGBTQ plus bills. SB 1702, a gender-affirming care ban. HB 2317, which limits student access to counseling. HB 2517, an ex-gender marker ban. And HB 2711, which requires outing of trans students. So while 10 anti-LGBTQ plus bills remain active, the four above failed to meet the deadline to pass through a committee which means they're dead for the session. Political Power. This Thursday is our next Political Power team meeting, where we'll dedicate part of our time to studying the origins and intent of SCR 1025, a ballot referral to add the Parents' Bill of Rights to the state constitution. Our next Political Power team meeting is from 6.30 p.m. to 8 p.m. on March 9th. Want to help organize the queer community in Arizona to build our political power for the long term? Join our Political Power volunteer team at Cartel Roasting Co. in Tempe for our monthly meeting. And if you can't make it to Tempe, you can call in through our Discord server instead. Sign up for the event at equalityarizona.org events, where you can find some of our other great upcoming events, like Queer People Fit. We're going on a nature walk at 10 a.m. on March 11th. Looking for a safe space to share with queer friends? Start off your spring with a walk along the accessible Judith Tunnel Trail at South Mountain. The Queer People Fit series exists for LGBTQ people to come together to build community and to find a sense of belonging. Move with us to build the movement for equality. On March 20th, we'll have our next meeting of our banned book club. As book bans sweep the nation, one great way to push back is to read. Our banned book for the month of March is Detransition Baby by Tori Peters, a novel about family, parenting, and trans community. Join us at Brick Road Coffee on March 20th to discuss the book with our book club host, Vanessa Marie.